Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Welcome back to the House of Pod. My name is Kave Hoda. I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. Today, we're going to talk about something that um, is is very uh, personal to me, which is trying to find humor in really weird, dark places. To help me do that, I have two special guests. One of them is a returning guest, and, and he's going to serve as my guest co-host uh, the former editor of my favorite college satirical magazine, The Heuristic Squelch from UC Berkeley. And I should mention he's also a doctor, a molecular pathologist, Dr. Jason Rosenbaum. Jason, how are you? I'm great, thanks. Thanks for having me on. It's a pleasure to be back. It's good to have you, buddy. My um, Our mutual friend who introduced us um, wants me to refer to you as Rosie, but it doesn't seem right and it doesn't seem to fit do people call you that? People in college called me Rosie um, quite a bit, but uh, yeah, I haven't I haven't gone by Rosie basically since uh, 1998. You feel Mark, it fits? Uh, do I feel that it fits? Uh, I don't know. It's a complicated question. Um, Is it kind of like when they call a big fat guy tiny? Is there like an irony here? Well, like what's the opposite of Rosie? I mean, I'm now musky. I'm now I'm curious. A musky. So you musky. think I'm I'm musky, but in a really sexy way. Okay. All right. Um, is that is that is that possible? Uh, sure. I'm. I mean, you know, we've 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 hung out. You've you've gotten exposed to the musk. Yeah, it worked on me. So, Jason, you know, there's a lot of horrible, toxic people out there. Um, and as doctors who have any is sort of social, a, is this an intervention? This is a, it's a segue, but similar, <laughs> um, as doctors who promote vaccination or maybe for example, support a woman's right to choose, yeah. you're, you're very likely to encounter some of these terrible, terrible, uh, people, whether or not in real life or IRL as the kids say, mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> or online. And I want to talk about ways of finding humor in that and maybe ways of, of addressing it. But I thought it'd be good to have somebody who's actually funny, not like funny for a doctor, funny, but like funny, like you're funny, but, but we're funny for like doctors. So I thought maybe okay, fair, fair to say we're funny, but we're funny for doctors. It, it has I'll, to be qualified. I'll, I'll take the hit. Sure. Yeah. Um. So to do that, I brought on a guest that uh, I'm very excited to talk to a uh, comedian, actor, podcast host you've seen him as jaden pierce in law and order special victims unit you've seen him in hbo's girl's guide to depravity i haven't seen it but you could see him in that 
as well as I'm sure you, if you're online in any way, you've seen his hilarious satirical interviews he does with people like in the far right, MAGA crowds, uh, anti-vaxxers, and it's gained him ridiculous popularity, which is well-deserved, but it's to the point where I have really no idea why he agreed to come on this show. Walter Masterson. Walter, thank you for coming on the show. Oh my God. Thank you so much for having me, man. It's uh, awesome to finally speak to you. It is. It is really a pleasure. And meet Rosie. (laughs) Rosie. How you doing, man? Rosie. (laughs) Rosie. Um, (laughs) Can we just first start by trying to talk about the videos a little bit. I mean, I really enjoy the videos you make, the content you create, how, I mean, and they kind of run the gamut. They're not all the same thing. Uh, you do a really good job editing them and they come in little bite-sized bits and they come in longer yeah. form as well. How would you describe the videos you make? It's just similar to the Daily Show and vintage uh, Stephen Colbert and Borat. Borat. So all of those things. It, it's... It's those. It's in that vein. It's Borat. It's it's Stephen Colbert or, or Colbert Rapport and Daily Show. Yeah, these yeah, type it, of interviews. I I speak with you know extremists, right wing extremists. They make amazing comedic partners. <laughs> I mean, it's it's just they're all yes and. <laughs> they just you know you walk up and. Because, you know, one of the tenets of improv is you have to be working at the top of your intelligence. And it's not, you know, it's it's not like you have to be intelligent. You have to work at the top of your intelligence and you have to yes and. And I mean, these people, they do it every time. Every time I interview them, it's they just deliver the goods in a, in a way that's. Mm. it's It really is beautiful and masterfully done. I'm going to try and do something here for our listeners who may not have heard it. Now, I'm not the most technologically savvy, so if I screw this up, I will edit it out. But what I want to do here real quick is I want to play one short clip from one of your videos in which you go to the Oxford PA school board where they had banned the book called The Perks of Being a Wallflower. Yeah, And as you do a lot of times, you go in a character essentially and yes the character you're in is is kind of dressed as you would expect a maga guy to dress he has like a trump hat on it's got a flag you're usually wearing some sort of flag attire when you do this sort of thing yeah so dressed as if i'm gonna go hunting yeah like yeah you're gonna leave the school board meeting and go hunting directly go shoot a deer yes (laughs) (laughs) so let me play a short clip from this we're here today to discuss which books are indoctrinating and sexualizing our children. There are books in this library that teach kids to deface private property, like Harold uh, and the Purple Crayon. The other day, I caught my son reading a book that is basically pornography. You know where he got it? This school's library. This book is filled with pornography of advocates for the destruction of the nuclear family. Let me read you some passages, and you tell me if this is a book you want your children to read. He shall lie all night between my breasts his left hand under my head, and his right doth embrace me. Thy young breasts are like two young rows that are twins, which feed among the lilies. Come, blow upon my garden. Thy stature is like a palm tree, and thy breasts are clusters of grapes. There's another chapter where two daughters get their father drunk, so they can have sex with him. First one, then the other. They show both scenes. That sounds like one of those magazines you get at a gas station. Not great children's material. This book is filled with incest, torture porn, socialism, and rape. Parents, you should ask yourselves, do you want to bring this filth around your child? Wake up! Thank you. Okay. Um, So, for the people who can't uh, see it, who don't have the video in front of them, or haven't seen the video, while you're reading this, it's you show that these are excerpts from the Bible. I mean, I don't know what part of the Bible, because uh, I never read the Bible, but like they sound very biblical. Yeah, the, the I, things... I start off, I've, I've done this multiple times. I'll go to school board meetings where there's Moms for Liberty you know, trying campaigning to get books removed. And I will start off with a book that is sexual and violent and has all of these awful things. And I will read excerpts from the Bible. I have never <laughs> seen more people more upset 
that I'm just, and I've, and I'm not like making fun of the Bible. I'm literally just reading it, the passage from the Bible. Like, all right, this is your book that is supposed to, and you know, we're reading this to children. There's songs about it. Like, you know, Noah's Ark it is the largest and most thorough genocide in, Whoa. you know, human history. I mean, assuming it never happened, but you know, right, right, yeah, and. This is the largest and most thorough genocide, and it's a children's song. Really? Like, the, why is that a children's song? Right? Like things like that. Like, okay, and the, you know, where where I'm like, all right, what are what are we doing here? Like, this is okay because people have said it, and it's one thing to say, oh, well, you know, the Bible is pretty racy. It's another thing to just demonstrate this to a crowd of people. Yeah. You know? How many of them? What percentage do you think? Uh, recognizes that it's biblical or how many of them do you think thinks this is actually like <laughs> some crazy book that's in the library oh the the response is immediate the recognition is immediate they're like all right it's like you're an asshole <laughs> like you're like a, and at first it's like what is he doing and and they they know exactly what i'm doing they're like all right like screw you um have you have you ever felt uh in any kind of jeopardy the funny thing is i've been to maga rallies i've been to all these crazy places and interviewed people there are times when i've been at school board meetings that i felt the most in danger there was mm -hmm. one school board meeting where they security they kicked me out and security was walking me out and i said you know what? Can you just walk me into my car? I mean, you're kicking me out. You, I mean, you, because I was like, I saw someone like there was this dad that looked at me, you know, as if he was drunk and mm. like wanted to start a bar fight. And I was like, wow, we are in a, we're in a, this is a school board meeting, dude. Like, <laughs> um, and you know, the funny thing is, is that I don't find about, I don't find out about these school board meetings, you know, just on my own. Usually a parent will, see my work contact me and say you know what i would really like you to come to my district school board meeting there are some awful people here and i want you to make fun of them and mm -hmm. by doing so bring light to the awfulness that is taking place The so just for context the one that you just played it's in oxford pennsylvania they banned perks of being a wallflower right I never read it, now, by the way, so I, I don't know what the story is about, but I assume it's not that they, they bad. Made a, it's a young adult a book. Yeah, it's a young, it's a YA book. It's it's not crazy. Like it's, and no, uh, you know, normal conversation to have is maybe you could say, let's age restrict it. Maybe, you know, the sophomores, the, the freshmen, the, you know, something like that. We could have, that's a reasonable conversation, right? Mm -hmm. They come in and they may seem like, you know, the, the liberals are stuffing perks of being a wallflower, you know, in front of third graders and along with like pictures of vaginas and stuff like that, being like, look at it. Right. And and I'm like, this is absurd. We know. No, we know this is not taking place. Everyone knows. that, And so that board was particularly awful because mm -hmm. that school board would do interviews, public interviews on radio, on podcast, and call their own teachers groomers. Wow. And like you're you're a school board. Like you are the head person and you are insulting your own staff. Cause someone got up right after me and talked about how they have trouble retaining staff teachers because they say we don't pay competitively. We're we don't pay that well. We need to create a a positive environment to attract good staff because we can't offer competitive pay. Uh, you know, and on top of that, you're calling them groomers. Yeah. Like the top level people. So it was really, really awful. Like I'd been to a bunch of these and, you know, I don't know. They, God bless these people for making these school board meetings spicy again, <laughs> because I mean, school boards, I don't, I've been to like, so many of them now they're boring it's a yeah. school board meeting they're not supposed to be this level of exciting <laughs> right like do, do they are they i know they run in very different circles and these people aren't really like on the same social media 
like circles that you are but do they recognize you now i mean your videos are oh god very that popular was, that it was funny because there's been times when there was there was one central bucks school district which was that was the nationwide news that they because you know, it was they were so controversial i went and i spoke at one of the school board meetings it went viral i i made a youtube video showing these awful people and their their own speeches like i publicized their own speeches that were just absurd and then <laughs> i went back there seven months later not like thinking just like oh i'll speak at the next school board meeting and of course it didn't occur to me like they're gonna remember you dude <laughs> like it's I, and it was instantaneous. i literally walked up i walked up to like the front of the building i was waiting to get inside and it was immediately they're like oh the comedian's here again and it was it was so fast mm -hmm. i was like oh and i was like what was I expecting? I'm an idiot. What was I expecting them not to recognize me? Like I, I literally put them on blast. I, I've made like their videos of them personally. Yeah. Very well on multiple platforms. Like I made them so famous. It was <laughs> ridiculous. So of course they were waiting. They're literally waiting for me. Like, Oh, here we go. This, this jerk off. You know? so, so did you go through with it? What did you do? I did it. I did. I did. Gave the speech and everything. And well, they were like heckling me, and they were just kind of being like they're just being like bullies and stuff about yeah. you know how they does the moms. I had to just deal with these mom moms for liberty people, and they were the moms for liberty men and women. They were like just very bullies. Very a lot of you know they project their behavior. They would act like bullies, bully the other parents, and then immediately claim to be the victim that they're being victimized and yeah and all this stuff and i'm like i was like this is this is like this is a lot well that's the uh, thing about what you do that i really appreciate is you are trolling people but you're trolling people that are essentially trolls themselves and that's what i like about what you do is that these are you know sometimes social media content creators are hard to watch because you know, there's, a, there's a part of me when i'm watching them I'm like all right, this seems a little bit unfair. This guy's much smarter than these dummies and they don't deserve this. But these are people who say and do pretty awful things. And you know, you, you're, you're right. There is a part where like there sometimes when it, it doesn't look, the optics don't look that great. Like, yeah, I've I've had to shut down interviews because I'm like, all right, this this right. person is not all there. It's not, you know, and they're not like they're not like mentally challenged, but it's like they're you know, on the lower end of the intelligence spectrum. Yeah. And I want to make it very clear. The videos you see of me talking to crazy people, those people have cognitive power. Yeah. Normal conversations. I can have normal conversations about things. They're lucid. They're all there. They're right there. Yeah. They're not, um, they're not stupid. I don't want to say like they say stuff that is stupid. Yeah. But I, I want to make that very clear. It's because it's very easy to dismiss some of these people and say like, oh, well, those are just, yeah. you know, the the, no, the I, dumb people of I, our society. I, I don't feel that that you're doing that. You know, in fact, I feel worried for you. <laughs> All these videos yeah. are me like being like, oh, Jesus Christ, I hope he's OK. <laughs> like, yeah. were they, I'm worried for you. So, like, I don't feel that it, you're ever necessarily punching down. I feel like you're sort of, I don't know, I don't know what the right term would be, shadow boxing or something, but you're out there uh, with people that are able to have real communication with you. But that is an interesting thing. Like, when do you like know when to be like, mm, no, this is not right. This is not, I can't, this guy is just too far gone. Is it just, because some of the stuff the smart people are saying, quote unquote, smart people are, is kind of crazy too. So like, I mean, where do you draw a line with like uh, someone who believes in Pizzagate? Yeah, where where do you draw the line in that? Oh, and there, I mean, then it's like, all right, let, let, let's just play. Like, you believe in Pizzagate? What else do you believe in? I mean, my a lot of my a lot of my stuff. My favorite things to do is when I I don't ask them any questions. I just tell them a story, and then they react. Because then I was what I love about that is it's not a gotcha. It wasn't a, because it's not a question. Yeah, yeah. Right? like I. I had this thing where I, I go and I say, 
I talk about how my daughter is, she does child beauty pageants and it's just terrible. The woke left has ruined child beauty pageants. So the other day during the competition, the bathing suit competition, this other girl came in wearing a rainbow bikini and it was so distracting. My daughter screwed up her dance routine. She almost fell off the pole. Right. And I've, I there's video online of me saying this, not just to one person. I montaged it so it's multiple people. It's not, yeah. it's not just, you know, like, oh, I got one person. It's like, because yeah. my favorite is when it's like, no, no, no. I'm going to demonstrate how they are all like this. And I say that exact phrase, exactly like that to multiple people. And they just erupt. And they just are out of control, like apoplectic, just boiling over with rage at how you know these children are being subjected to this at a child beauty pageants and not the, you know, pole. Like, the pole doesn't yeah, not, register not the yeah the pole does i even i even did that and so like that's my thing i'm like all right i want to show how you know when you say certain you know buzzwords and language these people lose it and they don't they've they have effectively demonstrated that they have not listened to anything else you've said they're not they're not listening because they're so upset. I just said woke left children, <laughs> you know, rainbow bikini. Yeah. Um, you used all the right trigger words. Yeah. And yeah, they're yeah. like, and they are just boiling over. Yeah. Have you ever um been what what's the most surprised you've been by something that's come up in one of these uh videos? Surprise. Sometimes when I speak to someone who is you know diametrically opposed to what I you know think and and then they say something that's quite agreeable that I'm like you know what I, you know what we 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 don't agree on a lot of things but you know what I I'm you know we agree on this one thing we agree on this and I I kind of want to I want to put that to the side I kind of want to show demonstrate that you know that also has a you know viral capability you know mm -hmm. as well as when you know they're being dunces when someone says something that you know it's like oh yes i believe in you know universal health care i believe in you know all people should have homes you know regardless of whether they're producing capital and things like that that i'm like oh oh my god um they're so and, close and they're so close they're i'm so like close. yeah I'm, I'm like yes 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 and then I'm like, yeah, yeah, like, okay. And like, keep going. Let's go. Let's go. Because um, I did a recent video where my friends, my friend and I went to this anti-immigrant rally. And we went there to try fight and find common ground. But we didn't, it's not like we tied our hands behind our back. When people said stuff that was awful, we responded in kind. People used racial epithets, all this stuff. And we did not, you know, hold back. However, when people said stuff that was like, that was agreeable, that was like, oh, well, like, we're actually on the same page. That's amazing. Yeah. Well, thank you for that. Okay. Um, and then I'm like, okay, you know, then, then I'm like, let's, let's take a step back. Let me acknowledge you for that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> I don't know why you're here, but I don't, I don't, but okay. I don't know where that came from, that weird bit of reason, <laughs> but yeah, let's, like this let's one, acknowledge it. This, this one woman it's an anti-immigrant rally. She's MAGA. She's, and she's saying, you know what? I'm, I'm here because, you know, these, these, uh, these migrants that come here, they need a, a temporary work visa, a temporary. And she was, and she was very specific. She knew exactly yeah. the things they need to get a temporary work permit. And I was like, and she's like, you know, and mayor Eric Adams is not giving it to them. And I said, and I was like, I, I don't, I don't know why you're, what? Yeah. I was like, wow, that thank you. I was completely blown away. Yeah. And she's she's also protesting with a hundred other people that want them sent back on the next plane. Yeah, right. And for there to be a wall built. And she those are her people. And I don't understand that. Yeah, that's gotta like, be a yeah. weird cognitive dissonance where you're just like you hear them out, you allow them the room to speak, you see where they're coming from, and you see the cognitive dissonance, but you can't get them to understand it. And that's got to yeah. be very frustrating. 
it's yeah i so my thing is like i i play around with this now you know there's there's a part of me making fun of people and then there's a thing i like to do where i describe things without using buzzwords and then Mm -hmm. it's my longest running joke is describing socialism and communism (laughs) without Mm -hmm. saying socialism and communism and seeing how far i can go with people that are diametrically opposed yeah to this and and I, I usually get pretty far and then like it, it sometimes it goes off the rails but it usually i get it's my longest running joke and i only do it because it always works the more <laughs> yeah. maga someone is the more you know the more they're like yeah i want to th- overthrow the corporate elites yeah 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 and then well- and then they want to do that. And I'm like, oh, okay. Like, you know, I did a whole thing. And I and and at first my friend and I would hold back. And then finally we're like, all right, let's just go full Karl Marx. We were like, let's they're like, you know, to get rid of the communists, we need to seize the means of production. <laughs> like full on seize the because like we have a thing where when anything we don't like, we just call it communism and see how much they'll agree. Like in order to stop the communist agenda in the United States, we need to get rid of the big banks. <laughs> and people are like, yeah, absolutely. And, the, you know, and there's this bizarre, ins- <laughs> there's this insane conspiracy that the big banks publicized Karl Marx's readings, his literature. And that's what popularized it. Like no one knew who Karl Marx was until the big banks got involved and disseminated his literature the big banks because yeah you know, that makes that makes total sense you know they, i mean because at first they saw das capital and they're like <laughs> yeah we love like, capital oh, like, we love that yeah. we were into capital <laughs> yeah right. they were like oh my god yeah just everything they're like this guy he's our guy not milton friedman <laughs> marks <laughs> well speaking of sweet sweet capitalism Let's take a very short commercial break. We'll be right back for a more discussion. Stay tuned. Did I say stay tuned? Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Everyone. And we're back. Thank you so much. I hope you enjoyed that sweet, sweet capitalism. Um, Walter, uh, there's something. Yeah, I, I have a thing I want to do. You want to do with wanna... us? We're excited. Yeah, What's, yeah. What is okay, it? so you're both doctors, supposedly. Uh, yeah, suppose allegedly. Alleged. Uh, allegedly, alleged doctors. Is it supposed or alleged? I think either works. Alleged well, is I'm a little. Yeah, alleged is like you're accusing us of being doctors. Supposed (laughs) is we've made pretend we're doctors. (laughs) Okay. So, all right, got it. So, all right. So there's this, you know, Elon Musk, thankfully, has brought back and revived this whole COVID conspiracy that COVID was all a scam. And it was just a scam to sell vaccines in the, you know, the, the vaccine industry big pharma you know at the expense of everything else okay yeah. so knowing what you know you know you work in in hospitals right you you know how much elective surgeries bring into a hospital right and everything i i want you to to just like let's just go with this conspiracy mm-hmm. and okay. i want you to bring your logistics the logistics that you understand you know, as someone who works in a hospital every day going, oh, of course. And to do this, we're going to have to, of course, you know, shut down our elective surgery wing and forfeit billions of dollars, <laughs> like stuff like that. Right. Like, yeah, I, I need yeah. you. I need you on board to just 
you know, fit Explain. this into the narrative. Well, that's interesting. So Jason here is a pathologist and the pathology department works with the surgery department. They get specimens and that sort of thing. So Jason, let me, let me give you first crack at this. Um, how, yeah, so, how... Okay. So Jason, they, yeah. they, it was all, it was all planned. It's a pandemic and they got the, they did it. Yeah. They got the, uh, they shut down all the hospitals. They shut down, you know, all right. the world. And no one's recording, Jason. For, Don't worry. For... This is this is not going to go out on air. So you okay, tell good. Tell them the Thank truth. God. Tell them because, truth. I mean, it, it might not make sense to most people, but you know, w- when you want to make money, <laughs> what you want to think about are ways to stop doing the things that make you money. <laughs> right. Absolutely. And, right. And and moreover, what you want to do is try to charge people for um or, or you you want to um produce things that historically have never made money instead you want to bet on things like vaccines that prevent serious disease and don't cost very much right. uh and are you know uh uh considered really really cost effective interventions um you want to bet on those and you want to shut down, um, you know, breast implants and uh, 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 elective surgeries, elective that, surgeries. cosmetic stuff, um, stuff right. that may not even be emergent. Um, that's the stuff you want to get out. That's the stuff you want to get out. If you want to make money, yeah. that is you want to make. Not well, money, no, well, I mean, well, money. I mean, I'm not a doctor, but I, you know, I have read that vaccines that's that's where you guys make all your money in the hospitals right um is, is yeah, that I mean, my wrong uh, you you point to me a hospital that isn't built on vaccines and i but <laughs> <laughs> i uh, swear is you're telling me it's not elective surgeries like breast implants breast mm-hmm. augmentation and, and stuff like that you're, Proceed, you're telling me the yeah so you know um w- the American healthcare system um, operates on what's called a, uh, for the most part, it operates on what's called a, a fee-for-service model, right? And so, um, y- you we um, uh, sell services, and um, so the the idea that um, we would make money by um, shutting everything down and um, and uh, promoting vaccines which prevent the downstream use of uh, medical services it's um, it's genius it's spot on yeah. you know yeah. crazy I, like just... a fox Walter crazy like a fox you know they expect to make money by making money but the real way to making money is by not making money by that's what we've learned money. in but we learned that oh. in medical school you don't learn that outside of medicine you learn that's a medical school thing i don't expect you to understand it's complicated you know what i mean um and we, we, one of the ways one of the ways you know that this is a winning business model is that they they do it about once a century yeah yeah so does that answer the question? Does that make sense? Yeah. I mean, you know, we, we, we're trying to get too into like, the, the weeds, you know, like with we medical jargon this, here. I feel like we cracked that conspiracy wide open. Yeah. 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 I, no, I, I thought, yeah. I mean, amazing. we should also mention our George Soros checks that we get, but um, that might be a different discussion. I don't know. No, um, you're, you're I, confused. I, we, we're not supposed to mention this. We're not supposed to mention that. I'm going to edit that out. Don't worry. That's yeah. not going to make it to air. Um, none of this is going to make it to air, I have, obviously. I have a funny Soros story. So um, I made one of those large publishers clearinghouse style checks. checks, like the big ones that they give out like at a ceremony. Yeah. yeah. Right. And I and it said, you know, from George Soros. <laughs> and it, it was just absolute nonsense. <laughs> And I I would bring it to anti-vax rallies and you know use it as a joke and stuff like that. <laughs> I don't have it anymore. And the reason I don't have it anymore is because I left it in the lobby of my building when I was moving. Uh-huh. 
and I and I'm and I've just got to think because I moved twice during that summer, and each time and like each, the first time I remembered it, the last second I was like, "All oh, right," and I had this left. I have a there. giant like, check to bring. I have yeah, a, like can't forget the giant were, check. Tenants were walking in and out, being like, "What the hell is this thing <laughs> next to the doorman?" <laughs> you got to keep, keep an eye on your bank account, man, because somebody's going to cash that. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, I know. It's it's like you have to balance your checkbook. Negative right? yeah. ten million dollars. Um, okay. Let let me get back to your videos. Uh, because again, I, I want to make this really clear. If people who are listening now don't already sort of pay attention to you, watch your YouTube's, follow your Twitter. Or go to my podcast. Go to your we podcast. Are not we are gonna we're gonna plug that. Yeah. Um, if they don't already do all of these things, I really want them to. Uh, I think they are they're, they're really just bad so people. You're bad people if you don't. That's true. Um, yeah. This is going to be sound like a silly question. Um, eh, but who are you making these videos for? Are you making them for you? Are you making them just to be entertained? Are you making them to sort of for your own psyche, your own mental health? Are you making them for people who are out there trying to make these arguments? Are you making them to change minds? What What do you Who are you making them for? That that. You know what? I think about that all the time. I'm like, why am I doing this? <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I'm trying to be funny. I'm trying to show people a different point of view through humor. I feel like, you know, sometimes you're not going to listen to something unless it's in a different medium. And I think the people that wind up becoming the most appreciative of what I do are people that are surrounded by people that are disagreeing with them and they're in they're surrounded by and drowned out by opposition they don't feel that they can speak their mind and be emboldened enough to be themselves mm -hmm. and you know i i usually get the warmest comments and messages from people like that and it's very nice and it's good to know i mean i live in new york city you know i'm i'm in this liberal bubble but you know there are people that you know are in you know they're in this tiny little like blue district surrounded by you know all red you know their school board's been completely overhauled and they have to listen to this nonsense and you know they're they they hear they hear me do stuff and they go oh like i am empowered to be myself and to empower yeah. to do this yeah and did did it start out that way for you? Did you start out doing this because you wanted to sort of expose these points of view, or did it evolve from something else? I mean, you you mentioned I, you were... I, it evolved from like I when it started out, I wanted to, um, you know, like I knew I knew that a lot of these talking points that I would hear were not true and that they were kind of BS. Right when people say things like, "Oh, I uh, I'm fine with immigration. I just want legal immigration," I thought, uh -huh. you know what? You don't want legal. You don't want any immigration. You don't want anyone coming over at all. Period. Or you want the people coming over that make you that don't make you uncomfortable. So I would just I went to a Trump rally and just flat out said, you know, wearing a MAGA hat, I said, "Hey, you know, we we don't care about immigration." immigration we're fine with it we just want legal immigration right they go yeah of course we just want and surprisingly they were very nice about this thing oh yeah you know we were all immigrants once ourselves and it should be pathways to this and the, you know like okay great i go what what do you think about biden's new program to double the amount of uh, legal immigration and visas and they immediately shut down. They're like, absolutely not. They're like, you know, it's like, okay, well, yeah, legal immigration, great. Let's raise legal immigration. No. And I was like, great, this is exactly what I thought it was. Thank you. <laughs> you said like, to push a little bit deeper. Yeah. So that's something like, you great. do that's really good. That's you, you're something you really do on the spot. It's really like sharp on the spot thinking where you ask that next question. Like, I think a lot of people could go out there and do sort of the, the, the funny bits, but what makes it sort of next level and sort of 
at that Jordan Klepper sort of daily show level in my mind is that that follow-up question that you learn to ask. That's the really funny stuff. And that's where the good stuff comes in. Well, I, well, I want honesty because it's that's the thing. I don't feel like there's <laughs> honest discourse today. I feel like usually when I'm speaking to someone that's media trained, they're mm-hmm. they're not dumb. They're not going to say the quiet part out loud. They're going to say some very sanitized version and they're not going to say the thing that I'm like, all right, let's be honest here. So what I want is honesty. I feel like if everyone was just honest, we could have a very honest discourse, right? If you, if you honestly said, listen, you know what? I'm white. I'm afraid of, you know, black people getting too much of my things. And, you know, once they're in the majority, I'm going to be oppressed. I, you know, we can actually talk about that and we can discuss that and, that's a real convert. That's, you know, it's, yeah. I think it's a stupid conversation, but it's a conversation we can have, right? Yeah, you're, you're getting to the root of the issue. Yeah. What's really, you know, like, yeah. yes. And that's things like that where I'm like, okay, you know what? And I, what I wanted was I thought, well, I want, I need people to be honest about what they're feeling. And I feel like if I come in as some liberal leftist, yeah. you know, they're going to, you know, tense up, they're going to say, you know, they're, the say things that they you know in defense they're going to be defensive they're going to i said no i don't i don't need this i want you to be honest i want you to talk as if you're talking to your friends i want yeah. you to talk as if you're talking to your own people and i want you to say what you really mean yeah and yeah that so like i so i would that's why i would wear a maga hat because i thought you know what yeah let me just i want it you relaxes to be, them yeah i want you to be your authentic self right right and yeah yeah how do you find it balancing serious stuff and funny stuff? Like, do you know, in this show, oftentimes we'll do like a whole episode where it's just all serious, very dark, bad stuff. Um, and it's okay for me. I'm like, I'm a doctor. People like come in expecting me to cover some awful stuff do or serious stuff at least. But like, do you find that sometimes you make a video where it's not like necessarily funny, but there's something really important that you want to have out there. And then do you have, how do you, do you feel like you can do that? Do you feel like it has to be uh, funny or do you feel like if there was something important enough that wasn't I mean, necessarily I it's, funny? I think it's like a it. medium. It's the medium. Cause I feel like when, okay. So there was this one central box County in Pennsylvania. That was a huge election. They had a very awful corrupt school board that was instituting just terrible policies they were they made nationwide news because they took down the quote from holocaust survivor eli wiesel the you know about neutrality yeah. I mean, it was like they were just terrible and and you know and i they had an election coming up uh, and you know rather than just go on social media and say hey this election's coming up this is what they're doing um you know I went to the school board. I read the Bible's passage. I made a video you know, where the parents were articulating the problems much better than I could. And I also put in the people that were just awful and showed how they spoke and how awful they sounded. And, you know, that, you know, humor that got people through the door, you know, suddenly that became a national talking point. I mean, suddenly that got national press. Uh, George Takai like picked up my video. It it got into you know like it was it was something that I could see published throughout media of because they would talk about my video and then the context has to inevitably be oh this election is happening this is what's going on right now this is the awful things that they're doing at this school board at this school district. Um, so I was just like oh my god win. Like, yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I was like, yes, I did it. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. These are like, it's a big impact. Like I mean, it is actually the sphere of influence from something like that is is probably bigger than yeah. most people would give you credit for. If I'm being honest, yeah. I and think I, it's, it's like even certain things that I didn't even totally, even times when I totally didn't do something and I just took someone else's work. I took this other guy's work on TikTok. He did a whole comprehensive thing about um, what's his name, uh, Vivek Ramaswamy. Mm-hmm. You know, he's oh, a grifter yeah. running for 
president and grifter i mean i'm sure you want you know how like he made his millions doing this like big pharma grift yeah right yeah, yeah. and the guy but like new york times had like done a story on him and they were kind of soft on how he had grifted yeah, you know his his, uh, his it's his, always, own, his own shareholders. It's and always I, twisted into like this is how savvy he is, like forgetting the sketchy amoral aspects of it. Yeah, but like this is I, how I did, he knows how to work the system. Yeah, I shared, I took that guy's video that he made on TikTok and I shared it to Twitter because this guy did a comprehensive takedown on, you know, from A to B, what he did with you know his fake drug within how he like you know did the pump and dump with the ipo i shared it to twitter it went viral and all of a sudden news outlets were covering the story again and covering what a grifter viva Ramaswamy was and how he was like an outright grifter and yeah. i thought okay like oh like thank you like that's refreshing. Yeah. Like yeah. the guy, I mean, and because the information's literally right there. Yeah. Right. I mean, right. It, yeah. And we have to Ooh. take it seriously. It's a lot of people are kind of like, oh, we'll take him seriously when we have to take him seriously. But all these grifters have to be taken seriously. I think we've learned that. I think 2016 taught us that, like, even the most outlandish grifters, we have to take seriously. Like in the medical we community. The, we are in the best age of the grift. Oh, like, it's a good because time. Because of. I mean, if you want to be a grifter, I mean, you can basically get caught being a grifter. You can get totally busted, dead to rights. And then you can go right back to it and just like nothing happened. Be like, and do it in plain sight. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, look at, oh, it's look a good, at just it's a beautiful everyone. Age. Yeah. yeah, It's, it's a, beautiful a beautiful age, age yeah, for that. You get busted you can... like the liver, the liver king guy. Yeah. I'm very familiar with him. I mean, he got... I mean, he was totally busted. He was like, I'm yeah. not on roids. And then found out, oh, he's on yeah. steroids. And yeah. then he just went right back to yeah. selling his he was, nonsense. He was uh, doing like a Honda Civic's worth of steroids every month. You know, the guy was doing an insane amount of steroids. I did a, a fun <laughs> episode with Robert Evans on him on the, the Liver King. The guy is amazing, but he's just a he's small potatoes grift compared to some of these other grifters that are out there. But who knows? A year or two from now, he could transition to something else. I mean, Liver King could be like a governor at some point in the way things are like, going. It is a it is a great time. To, like people say, like, oh, it's a bad time. You can't say anything anymore. It's a great time if you want to be a racist. <laughs> it's a great. <laughs> Yeah, that I mean, whole idea that you can't say things anymore. Is, uh, first of all, people have been saying that since the beginning of jokes, right? Like it, it's been constant. Um, like two cavemen sitting around mm, can't tell joke about yeah, yeah, having sex tell. with mammoth anymore. Oh. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, you can't have sex with mammoths anymore. Oh, I can't talk about that. Uh, yeah, I I love that, and it's. I feel like it's it's a perfect time to be a racist. You can have a whole platform on it. Like Matt Walsh has an makes millions of dollars just being transphobic. Yeah. Right? Like that's literally all he does. It's just like I'm going to talk to you about your child's genitals for, <laughs> you know, 48 months in a row every every day. That is a daily show where he just <laughs> talks about your kids genitals. And somehow that doesn't get old. And then when he, he takes breaks to talk about why he should say the N-word and how slavery wasn't that bad. Yeah, yeah, that's amazing. It's an amazing time. I, I also need to tell you, you're both doctors. You'll love this. I, I don't know if you know allegedly. this. So allegedly. Germ theory. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know that you are aware that germ theory is being contested. Mm -hmm. Are you aware? It's it's germ theory, Walter, not germ law. Yeah. I When I heard that, I was like, no. And then like my <laughs> friend showed me the posts and I was like, oh, oh, God. I was like, sure. Like washing your hands after you take a shit is <laughs> that's well, that's controversial now. Well, I'll tell you, I mean, that, you know, there are like little nuances to that conversation that could be really interesting. But those aren't the ones that are happening. 
<laughs> aren't, yeah, the, right. aren't the conversations no, like, about yeah, germ like two theory doctors two doctors could have like a substantive discussion like well you know i do believe but, you know but right. it's not two doctors it's two idiots right. and i'm like oh, i don't need i that, don't wash know. my hands after digging shit what am i a pussy oh, yeah so let, let me ask you this speaking of germ this this germ theory what of all of the the things you've covered and you've been exposed to and jesus you've been exposed to a lot um, by the way, I worry about you also when you're just out there. I'm and like you're exposed to these people. I'm always like, God, they're going to give them COVID. These people are going to give them <laughs> COVID. I'm so glad that most of the events you go to are outdoors. But of all the things you've done and you're out there doing, which of these theories, conspiracy theories, is the most uh, outlandish? Really shocks you that people? Oh, there's so the the best one, the one that might that just threw me. Okay, so this person said it. I was at a MAGA rally. This person said it. And then I thought that my I looked at my friends. This is this is insane. And then we repeated it to the other people at the rally, and they go, "Oh yeah, you didn't know that." And I th- we're like, "Wait, what?" So all right, this one strap in. This is the best one. Okay, Donald Trump, Modi of India, sure, Putin, mm-hmm. Putin, and Xi Jinping mm-hmm. are all working against the deep state against the communist agenda now china you're like oh okay china xi jinping the head of the chinese communist Mm -hmm. party interesting because i I, my my immediate follow-up question was xi jinping the head of the chinese communist party Mm -hmm. is working against the Mm -hmm. communist agenda and the conspiracy theory goes well he's the only one that's not a communist. He's the one. Right. He's the only right. person in China, in the Chinese Communist Party, who is not a communist. <clears throat> and he is working with Modi, mm-hmm. Putin, and Donald Trump to fight against this communist agenda. Right. Because the the Chinese government is notoriously lax in monitoring its citizenry and would have no idea yeah that they have uh they have a anti-communist at the head of their yeah but that's the thing jason who watches the watchman mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah he's the no, one guy that's not being watched that, that was the, the other the one and and so the there was this other one that i heard which was and i i couldn't i just heard it like two weeks ago i'm in miami at this rally and i finally met one of those people that thinks jfk jr is still alive Mm-hmm. Were you right? like, like when, you, when, when you when you met that person? You're like, oh, mm, let's savor this yeah, yeah. moment. Yeah, <laughs> and and she just threw me because like it wasn't until I posted the video that people in the comments went through her logic for me because in the moment I'm just like trying to process it. It's new. I'm like, and she's explaining the whole because I didn't know how Hillary Clinton factored into it. So like I'm just listening to this for the first time and I'm. I had no real follow-up questions for her. I was just like, I'm just going to let you cook. And and it wasn't people like, so here's the theory of um, John Kennedy Jr. He was going to run against Hillary Clinton for Senator, for United States Senator representing New York. And Hillary Clinton wasn't going to stand for that. And so she had him killed. Right. And that's why he's still alive. That's why he's uh, still alive. Because, that, and, she's because incompetent she, or because she had him killed and he was still and he's still alive. And I was like, God, and I was I'm I was kicking myself. I was like, why didn't I just ask that, you know, like the follow-up question of, oh, she had him killed, right. And also he's still alive. Because she went this woman went on to talk about how Hillary's killed a lot of people. And I go, Oh yeah. This is this but is the fundamental this is the fundamental irony of all these conspiracy theories is it relies on two factors to be simultaneously true. One, there is a deep, well-coordinated, very intelligent and sophisticated system of keeping this conspiracy alive and working in a network to do so. And two, they're massively incompetent fucktards like Biden, you know? But what, <laughs> like, but what, like, they what, expect those both even... to be true. But what's even like what's funny is how fast they can shut down their own conspiracies. Like, so Sound of Freedom, that movie, yeah, right, it did well. It was like their, you know, 
they loved you know they were like oh my god a movie for us that that it did well it did well over the summer jesus you know, for back. What, yeah yeah for whatever reason you know and the people the producers involved <laughs> the people involved uh also had sex trafficking charges against them but and all these things <clears throat> yeah so there was a conspiracy while the movie was coming out that amc was showing the movie without sound they were you know messing with the times and yeah. doing all this stuff yeah, yeah right and Saw that. and it, you know because you know yes because they don't want them the truth to come out however it's not true am but amc was distributing the movie now the producers needed this movie to be distributed they did not need amc to go you know what this is more trouble than it's worth <laughs> goodbye i don't yeah. need this yeah. so the producers everyone the director took to social media real fast to shut it all down and be like nope 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 amc is doing no right. misdeeds there are totally above board we love you amc yeah please right. distribute our film Ooh. oh my god and when it it's was, serious when it matters they're real when it matters when it so they're, their, that's their them. money yes when right, it affects right. their pocketbook yeah. um and that was just another joke because like talk about adrenochrome mm-hmm. you're Delicious. familiar with the yeah, yeah. adrenochrome but the, the yeah, funny I'm, I'm 92 is, <laughs> yeah yeah exactly the funny thing is is that adrenochrome is so easy to make you don't need like to like rip open a child's adrenal gland to to like get it like it's not a difficult chemical to make so i'm like like the science of their own conspiracy theory like is not sound and like oh, what i what i you mean you I, can't microchip a vaccine yeah exactly <laughs> it's like well like the other one that i thought that would make a better conspiracy and it's right there and it's something that is done is like um what's it called a uh, pr prp platelet rich plasma mm-hmm. you know you take your own the doctor will you know, it's dermatology. They'll the dermatologists will take withdraw your own blood. They'll take out hematologist. The, well, I mean, yeah. not a real. I mean, like we don't really. Yeah, it would be a hematologist or blood doctor, but yeah, dermatology skin. But yeah, go on. Yeah, and then they will, and they'll take out, and then they'll take out the plasma, the platelets, you know, and then put it on your face and to so that you will, you know, it has healing properties. Blah blah yeah. blah. Yeah, and sometimes you're, you know. It will buy you can buy you know platelet rich plasma from younger people because you know they have more you know whatever yeah peter now, Thiel stuff. yeah yeah so that's that's a real thing that takes place and it's so ripe for conspiracies because mm-hmm. you could totally just be like oh they're taking platelet rich plasma right. from kids if that would assume that they actually had any working knowledge of the proper science of it you could have you could have an amazing conspiracy about that because it'd be hard to disprove because tons of older men and women go to dermatologists and already get this every day. Oh, so it is dermatologists. You're right. You're, so I see what you're saying. Oh, okay. Hematologists. Well, hematologists. Hematologist, no, no, you're right. Hematologists would be the blood doctor, but if it's a dermatologist that's doing it for this, like whatever non-proven thing where they're affecting the skin to try and affect your skin, it's another beautiful grift. Jason, you're a you're a molecular pathologist. Creating adrenochrome, um, how much of it do you have in your house right now, currently, and why is it why is it not as good when it doesn't come from a child that's in fear? Oh gosh, where to start? I mean, so um, you know, in in the same way that like um, cooking lobster isn't, you know, you have to boil them a lot, right? Like. It's not as good if, <laughs> if you kill them first. Um, the yeah, the adrenochrome benefits from you know just the terror uh, uh, that you can induce. Yeah, it's natural. Um, it's organic. It it is it is, which is why the left likes it so much. I know, I, and I, I, I gotta I'm... I gotta just say I don't know. I mean, is it just is it just me or does like you know soros is sending us a check and you know, every month we get you know a, a baby you know to suck the adrenochrome out of but like lately i don't know what it's been if you've had the same problem like they're yeah. sending us like the wrong baby no supply chain issues have been a real problem because recently. like because i'm reptilian 
Mm. So like I need like a I'm like all right like I can't just mm. like you know suck you don't you, can't, every you don't look baby. it but yeah no, well, I'm, I'm a you know I'm a communist Half. so okay. I'm like I'm reptilian Did so you? yeah so like I'm like no you and you know this is, hasn't been an issue for the past few years however only in the last few months it's been like a problem yeah you know what I mean yeah what's been the problem you haven't been able to get the the white babies. Or yeah, white like, babies, you know, or the same thing. I mean, you know, I guess we're calling them. Yeah, they're not sending me the white babies. Anymore. I mean, I don't know if they're. We don't call them white babies here. We call them American colored babies. That's how we refer. Oh, to them right, here, right. Know. So yeah, yeah, so Soros, if you're listening, it just get on know, sort get out on your it. supply chain issues because you're sending the wrong baby to my house. He is a big and, fan of the yeah. show, uh, Walter. He's a friend of the show. Friend of the show. Sorry, that's how podcasters yeah, talk. Yeah. Speaking of how podcasters talk, where can people find your podcast? Tell us everything about it right now, please. Okay, Apple and Spotify, wherever you get podcasts, just go to look up We Are Not Journalists. We Are Not Journalists. We Are Not Journalists. That is two TikTok comedians going around the country asking people the questions that journalists are too smart to ask. It's very funny. It is a great show. I highly recommend it. In fact, if you listen to this whole podcast and you didn't listen to theirs, then you're doing it totally wrong. So uh, <laughs> you should actually go back in time, not listen to this, listen to theirs instead. Um, listen yeah, to go back podcast. in time. Don't worry about Hitler. Like just yeah, don't, focus on what you, this focus on right, this one yeah. thing. Okay. So don't kill baby go back Hitler. In time. Do this one. Yeah. Thing. Like it's just, I mean, like, come on, like, I think you're the first person to try and kill Hitler. Like, just relax, so, dude. <laughs> Folks, like, just go small back victory. in time and just all victories. This podcast first. Yeah. Yeah. So we two are out of two doctors recommend. <laughs> we are not journalists. Okay, man. And also, obviously, your YouTube channel, uh, your Twitter, and uh, I'm assuming Instagram and TikTok as well. Uh, I don't really actively just type follow in those, Walter but... Masterson to the internet fantastic and then fans. just and then just you know whatever you know just the, the content the internet like comes back with just consume it just with Fuck it right into your face yeah content more 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 um yeah. jason uh yeah. do you have anything to plug my man um uh, you know, I've taken a, a, a break from social media. Um, I don't, uh, I mean, you can find my accounts, but they've been quiet. Um, uh, yeah, no, no, nothing in particular to plug. Nothing nothing of mine. Any TV um, shows you, you like? You, you were, I think you, I saw you recently, you posted how much you supported Hamas. So, yeah. <laughs> a couple times. That was daring of you. That was pretty, yeah, pretty, pretty, pretty uh, daring. Um, we are going to be going. We are going to be attending Sketchfest. We're not performing this year. We're just going to go watch it. So if you're at Sketchfest yeah. in San Francisco, keep your eye out for uh, Rosie, uh, as we sure. call him here on the show, and myself. Um, if you haven't already, please follow, like, and rate and review us on iTunes. Uh, this has been a real pleasure. Thank you guys both so much for coming on. Uh, thanks, guys. Thank you. Woo! Woo! Are you a doc? You're a doctor too, right, Walter? Of course, of course, of course. Well, I speak to a lot of people that um, that think they know better than doctors, <laughs> and that they they love it too. That do their own research. This podcast is not a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Please consult a physician or other qualified healthcare provider for your specific healthcare needs or concerns. The opinions expressed on this podcast do not represent the opinions of our employees. Details in the podcast have been changed so that patient identification is not possible.
Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365 day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.